Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and plot theories. You can follow The Story Tinker on all podcast platforms and videos of most episodes on YouTube. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like weekly bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. Thanks for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of Purple Hyacinth Disruptive Discovery. And we have Fu and Shivy. Hi. Hopefully, can Hello. Right? What's that? It is pronounced Shivy, right? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's awesome. Okay, Fu will start us off. Okay, so we start off in the last episode technically in the later part of episode 21 and Lauren is flipping through Anso's notebook while Kieran continues to question him and Kieran says he must have sent his personal messenger right he as an apostle seven I believe and Anso hesitates he doesn't say anything and so Kieran he squats down and he notices a fork and he says watch your voice my friend here can sign if you'd prefer <laughs> which of course is hilarious because their signing is not very effective <laughs> no. um, and then Karen continues and he's really that's too bad it's so much easier to sign with all your fingers attached it's kind of weird because it makes me like that transition it makes me feel like there's a missing panel or something and also hesitates again, like in between the lost your voice, my friend here can sign if you'd prefer. Really, that's too bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Well, mm-hmm. maybe he's just being silent. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I see what you're saying. Also Karen doesn't. very threatening with a fork. <laughs> also doesn't say anything. And Karen's gripping the fork. And he says, but if that's what's necessary... He flips the fork around in his hand and he stabs it into the armchair near Anso's hand. I'm and fairly certain Anso- that if we took a regular <laughs> fork and stabbed it into wood, it would not penetrate. I don't think they're sharp enough. You're not shown in powers. Aren't fingers like the same as carrots? <laughs> I never try stabbing my fingers. So, <laughs> and so Anso, now panicking, starts revealing information, finally, and he's saying, the apostles never show themselves. It's always an anonymous messenger who gives us our directives. They are the eyes, ears, and voices of the apostle. I tried to follow one once, but they basically disappeared at will. I lost him, and Lauren is flipping through the book. That's, like, important. We will come across that later on, the fact that people can appear and disappear. So we'll get some more hints to that later, but it's interesting that he already is mentioning it. Mm-hmm. And Karen says, interesting. What about your associates? McTrevor might have been neutralized, but I still hear a certain Ryan Flemings is still on the run. Where is he now? Who are the others? And Anso says, I can't really say for sure. They get the weapons from the black market overseas. So he's there dealing with one of our main suppliers on behalf of the Apostle. As for the others, I've cooperated with Trevor, Ryan Flemings, and a woman called Beatrice Blakesley. 
So what do you guys think about that? I love that they mentioned the black market overseas. It's just like we we just don't know anything about the world that they live in. Mm-hmm. But it's so important. Yeah. Curious and has developed theories about overseas. <laughs> yeah, like what's going on in the black market? Dang. <laughs> black markets are everywhere. <laughs> Something Peach does really well is that it does subtle world building. So you get world building like this and just passing remarks where we learn like, oh, hey, there's a black market and oh, hey, there's like overseas suppliers from probably another country or another part of the country. And like information about the apostles and the the messengers. I like that Purple Hyacinth makes us work for the story it's good to always reread. It's such a good reread because you're always refreshing on the information and finding new things when you come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Realizing the significance of things that you didn't realize were significant before. Especially just after like one episode release, you could just like go back and find so many new things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Lauren glances over to Kieran and McTrevor, and Kieran says, hmm, I see, and he picks what I see is the fork. It kind of looks like a dagger there. He's got a knife, and then he's got the fork. Threatened him with the knife last time. He's trying to be, like, threatening, like, a gang, as if, like, oh, chopping off your finger is really going to do much. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. So Lauren sighs and she closes, she almost closes the notebook before she notices something and her pupils kind of go weird and she opens before, the notebook. Before we go on to that for a sec, I think she sighs because she's still like, and she kind of has this in the epith panel before she sighs, she has this like eyebrow raise and I, you know, I think she doesn't approve of Kieran's torture methods. Although obviously, you know, it's not like she's been above doing some not such nice things before but like this physical torture or physical intimidation really um you know she's rolling her eyes at it because she doesn't want to use that so I thought that was interesting to see it's really quirky and funny because he's gonna do it anyways (laughs) so she opens the notebook and snatches a piece of paper and um she thinks it can't be and the thought bubble is super kind of chaotic there's a lot of movement to it it's a bit blurred and she just looks incredibly concerned and her hand is shaking as she looks at the photo and she just looks absolutely floored kind of and she's horrified meanwhile the police are raiding the which Bar, golden, golden clover. clover this one's golden clover i almost said a different one <laughs> <laughs> and we see the apd raid they say apd please stand aside um herman is there and he's saying we're looking for harry onslow if you have information come forward else step aside and there's a lot of commotion and kieran notices it and he says seems like they're right on time your they're cooperation like they should have gotten out at this point, I think, like before yeah. they come in. <clears throat> Pretty risky yeah. to be, uh, I'm assuming the police have surrounded the building. I mean, that's what any intelligent police force would do. 
and right. they're like, oh, I'm just going to leave now when they're already here. <laughs> and it's probably like a full moon, so <laughs> they can just see them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Kieran says, your cooperation has been much appreciated. I strongly suggest you keep it up for the police if you want your trip to jail to be painless. And Lauren is still in the middle of her panic attack. Kieran has not noticed at all. And yeah, she's not doing so great. He's here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we have this like crazy image. I mean, it's black and white. So, you know, it's like and to emphasize how her world has narrowed down to just one thing. So, you know how when you have this like life and death experience, I don't know if, if you've ever had this, but. Um, I spoke with a couple of people who did, and I've had this myself a couple of times where like suddenly everything goes quiet and time slows down. And it's, it's, it's very surreal. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a believer in the supernatural necessarily, but that like, when you have those moments, you understand how your body can experience things in a way differently than you normally do. So she looks like she's having that, like the world is blacked out and it looks like she's so hyper-focused on what she just saw. Yeah. Her perception is so like disrupted right now that her brain can't even focus on anything around her it's just like it's like she's drowned and and we will see from her behavior she clearly turned her brain off yeah (laughs) so so yeah she she, would have been screwed without kieran mm -hmm. she would have been caught by the apd in five seconds Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah well we'll see it just proves how reckless she is like she is a loose cannon Mm-hmm. Yep. So grips the paper. And meanwhile, um, you know, she's kind of like frozen, it seems, because Kieran says, Hey, let's go. They're here. We have to leave. It's like stating the obvious, right? Like he's like, child, let's go. But she rushes over, totally ignores what he says. You know, she her hand is she oh my god, she's crazy snatches his blindfold off like how dumb can you get but okay slams it on the floor slams her hand on Angelo's hands and shoves the picture in his face you know from which proximity he probably can't even see it because it's so close to his eyes and says what's your connection with him how do you know him and meanwhile the APD is you know rushing around in the restaurant right nearby you know there's the patrons are getting all nervous they're screaming they're rushing around and i I you know think there's there's like all wearing like maroon overcoats i don't know if that's like your certain level you wear a maroon overcoat anyway um because um i think there was like i honestly don't know if it was in a future past episode but there is like a flashback of like the maroon coats but like i've also seen the blue ones so i'm just like what's the difference different level Um, but I forgot about the maroon coast until like season two. A theory about it. <laughs> Don't get her started. <laughs> no, sorry. I mean, let's assume it's rank or maybe it's fashion. Yeah. They're like, let's wear maroon today. Let's all match. At size. first, I thought it was like by precinct, but that doesn't make sense. Wait, no. I think it, maroon it coats are for detectives. Uh, oh. Wait, did you yeah. guys not know that? Wait. Because we've only seen March wear. A maroon coat, as well as Lauren when she was a detective. Oh, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Oh my, thank you guys. Wait, do you think like all the other precinct APD like have different colors, or do you think they all kind of? Well, I think normal officers wear the blue, and then detectives wear the maroon. Like, like they kind of look like Sherlock's jacket, same color. 
now. I'll, I'll keep an eye out now to their color. So a glass crashes to the floor and it's like a scene of chaos. And Lauren is just there and she's like, hey, talk to me. And again, you know, puts it a little further from his face and maybe now he can see it. And so I was like, what? And Kieran is like, oh, shizzle. For his eyebrows, he looks mad and concerned. He turns around because he's like, here's the police nearby. And he's like, now is not the time. And he's panicking. And Lauren just doesn't even notice. She's like, didn't you hear what I just asked? How do you know him? Answer me. And the police are literally kicking in the door. And they kick in the door, not to their room, thankfully. But there's, who is there? None other than the butler and the lady oh, yeah. who we saw before. But they should have they're like hugging a. each other. What? Sorry, they should have shot Lady A. <laughs> I came just, back from the dead. <laughs> like, Butler yeah. brought her back. That's I mean, kind of I'm, iconic, though, because like Butler died in the canvas. So Lady A does have to die in this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know. The fact that Butler died in canvas makes me wonder because I think that Lady A has like significance to the plot. But I don't know, maybe the butler was considered expendiary and I don't know. Like if he died in the canvas, it's like maybe not, but I don't know. We'll see. Anywho, yes. They, well, wait, um, I have something to say real quick. I but like um, you know how Lady A reacts to Butler? Like it's just um it makes me think that Lady A somehow has PTSD or trauma from the canvas version. <laughs> <laughs> in the canon version so like maybe she has nightmares with canvas version butler dying so she thinks oh. he's always dead and that's why she's so crazy and hysterical <laughs> whenever he moves for five minutes yeah <laughs> not but not a bad theory <laughs> um anyway march is like you know okay i guess these are not our people for some reason i don't know they look suspicious to me like you, they could be alone <laughs> and he turns around and it looks like he's looking at storage room employees only and that's where they are. Kira's like, seriously, we gotta go now. And Ansel was just looking up at her and she's like, he's like, who the hell are you? And thump, 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 they're literally outside the door. This is insane. Kira's freaking out, hyperventilating. And then there's a crack and he just lifts her up, throws her over his shoulder. Lauren's not like, no, she's just in despair and not getting an answer. And he's like, and she's like, let go. And she's fighting with him. This panel. Yeah. This panel of just him carrying her is so funny because she's hitting him in the <laughs> backside. She's yeah, I know. Like, right? I didn't notice that. Poor guy. And he's on. just like sprinting. He's the running man, literally. This is insane. Like, it's literally insane. They're pounding at the door. And she, the face that she has, though, like the face that panel now, she looks like she's in utter despair yeah i mean you like totally get why kieran is like hyperventilating but she is in another world <laughs> both their faces are terrifying mm-hmm. yeah kieran's like we gotta get out of here like negative 20 minutes ago otherwise we're dead and he clacks open i guess a window it's hard to see and she still has the picture in her hand all crunched up Again, clocks open a window, jumps out. Um, it's like right by Anslov's head. And literally right then, the police come in. 
like in the nick of time, they got out. <laughs> and Marshall's looking out the window and he just sees, you know, a beautiful starry night and the street with there some, you know, some lights out there, empty balcony, empty roof, because they just left like a second ago. <laughs> what if March did see some? <gasps> Ooh. And he didn't say anything because he and saw he Lauren. Keeping it a secret. That is so interesting. I just like to think March is such a good guy. Like he's like Jesus at this. Point. <laughs> he really is. Everybody just loves him. Oh boy, what's the author's note here? The author's note is, oh, Kieran would be good at the knife game. Oh, I love my fingers and knife goes chop chop chop. I don't know what the knife game is, but I guess it's something where you throw the knife between your fingers. Wait, wait, I never saw this. <laughs> but I wrote a fanfic of Kieran doing the knife game. So funny. I never what? even knew that on the that she wrote that. What the heck? You did yeah. what? When? It it's the calm before the storm fan fiction. It's the it's the drunk fanfic where the where um the four of them go and get drunk and Karen <laughs> plays the knife game with Will and he he stabs the knife between Will's fingers while singing the song really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> It's super chaotic. It's like a one shot, but it's like 10,000 words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anywho, um, Lauren in this episode, um, heart attack worthy, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and can we just say that uh, this song, Ragram for the Fragile, and the next one in the next episode mm-hmm. are like two of my favorites. Okay. Okay. This track is my favorite I didn't even realize it was in this episode until you mentioned it but this track is my absolute favorite closely followed by Arrival from season two but this track Requiem I love it so much I really love the other one more but because it's like so intense but like Mm -hmm. they're both oh my gosh it just grasps Loon and the vibe so perfectly Mm -hmm. for me it's like Requiem, I don't know how to pronounce it, but like Requiem of the Requiem. Fragile yeah. or Requiem for the Fragile, then it's Arrival, then Requiem um, of the Flowers. Yeah, that's the one that plays in the next one. They're so good. Oh my God. <laughs> well then, any final thoughts before we end this episode? It's really, really important. This episode, like, when I come back and reread, I'm just like, wow, this episode is everything. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched the previous podcast of the episode before this, but, like, I always see the panel of Kieran handing Lauren the notebook with the photo in it, and it's just, like, he's the one handing it to her, and it's just really important that it's showing that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of give us an insight on where Lauren's priorities lie. We don't really know what's on the photo, but it was something serious enough to get her to bail on this whole thing. Yeah, I don't think she was even thinking rationally. Like, I think if you would have told her, hey, you're going to get caught and like your colleagues are going to see you and uh, your whole life is going to be in shambles. Yeah, maybe she would have been like, okay, yeah, I guess I should be going now. But she doesn't have, she's so emotionally overcome by what she saw. Her brain just shut off. I mean, and it's very, it is very risky when when you're with her like that. 
it expresses her character really well and her flaws and just like the whole reason why she's doing this like obviously these things are very personal to her like she's in her own world still and even though she wants to like help and you know do the greater good it's just she's got so much trauma to heal from and you know Mm -hmm. yep well we'll be recording the next episode quite shortly and we will see the ramifications of this (laughs) all right see you then yeah bye Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Alley Cat, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, and Alexa. Your support is much appreciated. Mm-hmm.